Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So under four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, it is still the Patriots up over the Steelers by a field goal, 21-18. to 18. They have the football. Meanwhile... They may have to stop Lakers-Pelicans at the end of the third quarter. Lakers have started off the third quarter on a 26-10 run. Throw the damn towel! They lead New Orleans 94-64. It is a 30-point lead. The Lakers want this in-season tournament title, Mike Harmon. They want it bad. They want it worse than anybody. Well, if you get a little bit of rest in now, I mean, the night is young. A Thursday night in Vegas, let's go. Mm, man. Well, I'll tell you this. LeBron has been spectacular tonight. 30 points so far, eight assists. He's hit all four of his threes. Uh, let, just to throw this out there, because this is kind of interesting, right? The championship game is Saturday with a 30-point yep. lead here over the Pelicans. You know, I, I feel pretty safe saying the Lakers are going to play the Pacers for the in-season tournament, the Pat O'Brien Trophy. Um, LeBron has said, hey, guys, when Bronny makes his USC debut, I'll see you later. Like, I'll catch up with you another time. Bronny is supposedly, according to USA Today, set to make his debut for USC this weekend on Sunday. Yep. Sunday. So USC plays on Sunday. A bit of fortuitous scheduling right there. So LeBron can play in the championship on Saturday and then attend Bronny's first game against USC, which, again, likely going to happen on Sunday. Works out quite nicely now, doesn't it? 
Mm. And figure. Think, I mean, you when, think LeBron when they had that game moved? Next? You think? See, do you think 100%. LeBron, beginning of the year, saw the in-season tournament, said, "Okay, that's a title I can win. I want to win this thing." When is the championship game? It's sa- it's Saturday the ninth. Okay, uh, USC, you scheduled to play Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we got a big game Saturday night. Yeah, I need you to move that game uh, to the tenth. Yeah, move it. Let's move it. To, okay, great. Move it to the tenth. Great. Awesome. Move that game to the tenth. Terrific. We feel pretty good. All right, great. Now I can make it. Don't have to worry about it. Works out okay. I mean, right? You'll play on the – I mean, that'll be the ninth on Saturday. And then Sunday, Bronny plays. They don't play again until Tuesday. Yeah, it works out. It's yeah. all set to go. A couple of days to uh, enjoy Bronny's return to the court and, and rest. And then maybe get some more rest saying, look, I gave you a full tournament. I mean, what do you want from me? I just – I just, well, for, oh, first of all, we're not going to see LeBron until after the All-Star game. I mean, come on. He wins it. Forget it. He's done. We're not seeing him again. Well, I don't I know. Want, I mean, those upstart Spurs come in on Wednesday. I, I want to see <laughs> – I'm sorry. They're in San Antonio what on Wednesday. Spurs? Fifteen losses in a row, Smith. Yeah. Yeah, no, not, that's not – it's not good. It's Jason, not good. they might lose 20 in a row after Saturday night. Oh, man, I'll tell you. Uh, I, I want to know, because I haven't looked at this. I want to see wh- how many, just how many times the Lakers and USC basketball overlap this season. You know, knowing going in, it was going to be Bronny's <laughs> first year. Like, suddenly, are there, like, no days where the Lakers are playing and Bronny is playing? Like, I want to see. Like, how many how many conflicts were there that made that, that you could say, oh, LeBron made a fight. Let's schedule this game here. We're going to play this game here and this game here and this game here. I, I want to know. I really want to know. That that's really, I haven't looked, so I, I just throw that out there, but I want to know because that's interesting to me. Here's a video evidence of LeBron James sitting with the schedule makers. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> the big, That's not going to work. Just, you just see the big red X's on some games. <laughs> no, we no, can't do that one. Work. Can't make that one work. That's not going to work. That's a that's nationally not televised game. We want to have you guys. Nah. <laughs> can't do it. A uh, big update from NFL before we get into the Juan Soto trade. Uh, fourth and two, and Mitchell Trubisky lofts up a... 50-50 ball deep for Deontay Johnson. The pass isn't even close. It falls incomplete. Johnson wanted a flag. Didn't look like a flag was warranted. So now the Patriots take over up by a field goal with less than two minutes left to go. The Steelers can stop the clock one more time. So barring disaster, this looks like it's going to be the end of a great day for Bill Belichick showing other teams in the NFL, hey, I still got it as a coach. You can trade for me in the offseason. I know everybody watches Thursday night. I saved my best game for tonight all the other games i stunk at and i'm not really trying but tonight i'm trying so this is what i want because i can't stand bob Kraft. i can't stand all the fans think was brady was the reason behind this dynasty so i've been tanking for three years but tonight i'm trying so you know it's free to it's it's okay to come get me i can coach your team and be successful next season well nationally televised game everybody complained oh we got the patriots and steelers we got a thriller and you know what it was close late that's what we want. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as that last pass, I don't think it was so woefully uh, and horribly thrown as, as you allege. Uh, I need to see another replay because uh, I'd like to see the reverse angle as to the where the hands were on Deontay Johnson because, you know, it looks like he's kind of fighting through not to 
try to say I want flags thrown anywhere because I mean let's dude let's stop Mitchell Trubisky threw a bad pass you gotta stop you got you can't die on the Mitch Trubisky hill I'm not man dying you, gotta, on you, it. you gotta pick a different hill to die it's on it's not man. it's not dying on the Trubisky hill. come on dude it's I gotta see that play again to, yeah. I gotta see that play again before I find if it was a bad throw by Mitchell Trubisky dude come on man come on you gotta give that up look as you the guy give who up knows Trubisky. more about bad throws or inactivity than anyone who knows yeah, more about bad normally, throws than me? normally I should defer to you. But Am in I this watching particular the ch- instance, <laughs> I saw the play. I saw the one angle they showed as a as a highlight, but they immediately morphed into it. All right, get the reaction from Trubisky. So we didn't even get to see it go all the way through the it rest doesn't, of the play. Trust me. Do you think I'm lying when I say yes, Come on, man. Because you hate Mitchell Trubisky. I have no. Dude, I can't And you tell hate you how much Bill time. Belichick. So this is the I, worst no, no, conflict no, no. for you, tell you how much possibly time. be. I do not spend thinking about Mitchell Trubisky because the guy's not good. So I don't spend time thinking about He'd him. He'd be the best quarterback on your roster. You're, st- you're still at. Well, look, you would I be the best far. quarterback, and you can't even throw the football anymore. We have a catch with a Nerf ball in the studio. You got to throw it underhand. You'd still be the best. I'm sorry. You'd be the second best behind. Yeah, Brett but the Ripon. rest of me is healthy. Yeah, now the, you'd, be, you'd be ripping, and then be you for the quarterbacks. That's where we'd be. Uh, so again, right now, under two minutes left to go, Patriots with a three point lead. We'll have Jay Glazer coming up at the conclusion of this game to break it all down for us. Meanwhile, uh, day two. Uh, the day after the big Juan Soto trade that has just stunned the Major League Baseball world, the Yankees get Juan Soto. And there's two big things, you know, in the last to break down that I, I, I don't think you've heard people talk about. As far as this trade, I love it and I hate it. You know, I hate it, obviously, because being a Mets fan, now i got to watch the Yankees and Juan Soto, you know, be terrific for a while. Um, but I love it because it turns the Yankees back into the Yankees, right? A team, they've made two trades in the last three days where they've traded 14 prospects for two players. Actually, three. They got Trent Grisham in as well. Uh, I'm not happy to $1. see that. ninety-eight beauty yeah. show is what we talked about last night, baby. So this is, this is great because the Yankees are turning back into the Yankees. The Yankees are more fun when they're the swaggerishes, hey, we'll go out, buy anybody we want to, and figure it out. Because make no mistake, they did not trade five guys who could, and, and three of them could turn out to be really good. They did not do that if they didn't know we're going to sign Juan Soto long term sure. in the offseason. Now, it may be a little bit because they got to find a way to divest themselves of Giancarlo Stanton's contract. They got to free up some other money, which they'll need to, but they have time to do it. And Juan Soto is going to want to stay. He's going to want to resign. He's going to want to be a Yankee. So I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to be a Yankee for a while, right? And it's going to be a five, whatever it is, five years, seven years, 10 years, a guy's 25 years old, right? So I hate it because I got to watch him be this guy in New York for a long time, but I love it because it turns the Yankees into the Yankees. But let me just give you the other side of this for a second because this is, this is something that I thought about when it happened, all right? Juan Soto's terrific player. I don't think there, there's any argument there. There's no argument with Juan Soto being as good as he is, right? The guy, the guy is a a lifetime. He, he, he averages 30 home runs and about 100 runs batted in a year. He hits about 280. Now, there's a lot of guys who can do that, but Juan, Juan Soto is pretty consistent with that. He's a really good player. Is he going to be worth the money that they have to pay him? No, but it's not my money. But here's my thing. Juan Soto is really, really good, right? Juan Soto is a really good player, and, and he's so good, and everybody wants him. Why is the guy now going to be on his third team before the age of 25? Because that's the thing. 
right? If he's that good and everybody wants him, why is he now going to be on his third team by the age of 25? And you can sit here and tell me, well, he wanted more money. The, the Nationals didn't want to sign. The Nationals has money to sign him. They, they, didn't, they didn't pay Bryce Harper. They had money to give Juan Soto if they wanted to. Well, the Padres, they, Padres could have given him a lot of money. They had other guys they decided. They could have given him money. They could have traded somebody else. They could have moved on. They could have given him some kind of contract. They could have traded Tatis. They could have, they could have figured out Juan Soto over the course of the next three months. They could have done all these things. And now the Yankees have him. As good as he is, right, three-time All-Star, uh, finished fifth in MVP voting in, in 2020, why is he on his third team by the age of 25? And it's not always just going to be about, well, someone's going to pay him at some point, so we got to move on from him before we can have that happen. The Padres got him, and it was a great deal at the time because it was, we're going to have him for three pennant drives before we can move on. It turns out, no, two, because they had to make a deal. Now, yes, were there extenuating circumstances, the tragic story of their, their owner passing away, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening now as far as what do we do, how do we move on? But in the end, you know, for Soto, this is still his third team, and he's not even 25. And and for a guy like that, it makes me stop and go, just why is that? Like, like why, why could nobody, why could neither of these teams make up enough money or put enough money forward to keep this guy or give him a long-term deal? Because players like Juan Soto are getting $300 million contracts. They were getting these kinds of deals, and teams could do that. Clearly, the Padres were okay with taking him to everybody. You know, the Nationals could have done, all of these things could happen, but yet instead, Soto's now on his third team. So so that, that's a bit of a thing, and that's a question that you can't really just dismiss and say, okay, we're throwing this out the window. No, it's certainly something to ponder, right, in terms of what's going on within the the organization uh, and what you – I mean, look, maybe we'll wait four years and we'll get a, a full accounting like we did in that Doug, uh, the Sean McDermott thing. I wanted to say Dougie McBuckets. Uh, Sean McDermott uh, story, right, that we talked about last hour uh, in terms of, you know, his different – uh, motivational tactics that maybe you'll find out behind the scenes uh, what's really going on and and whatever discord might have been there between the stars of the squad for the Padres. Yeah, a lot of different circumstances. We know about uh, the the loan they had to take and and the passing of the owner, all of those things. Right minded, right thought, forward thinking, and then a convergent of circumstance uh, that leads to this trade and and not a full on rebuild but at least for portions of it. I go back to our conversations. You and I have been doing this a minute. When you had your your great uh, love of Yoannis Cespedes, right? And he was the guy. It's like, wow, look at what he's doing. Look at all the power numbers. And then he was bouncing around like a pinball. And what did I tell you? Yeah, there's something more to that, right? We don't know what the story is yet. With Juan Soto, we don't. But certainly from a stats perspective, you could replace those. You could replace what, what he's been putting out. Has he been consistent through the early part of his career? Sure. But it's it's not otherworldly numbers that, that can't be attained or that you can't cobble together by having maybe a, a better hitting catcher or shortstop here and there, right? So you, you move on and let someone else pay the piper for that production. And for the Yankees... To your point, you know, as this was breaking uh, a little bit last night, yeah, Kerry Rhodes, who's a big Yankees fan, he was doing, you know, the Peacock walk around here as that news went down. Fenley looked uh, frustrated, kind of happy, you know, Padres guy. But for for me, it was very much about the, all right, the Yankees did something. Brian Cashman listened to everybody that cursed him out as he walked around Manhattan. You better do something. You want to keep that job. <laughs> and lo and behold, there he did. 
Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. I just say, why is he on his third team before he's 25 years old? It's a thing. Uh, fourth he wants to down, hit all of them. Fourth down and in inches for the Patriots now. Will they be going for it to try to put this game away with under a minute left to go? Coming up, we got Jay Glazer stopping by. Are we talking about an incredible Steelers come from behind win or the Patriots? Shocking the world. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, the Lakers lead by 40. Uh, you think I'm lying. It's 38. Over the Pelicans here. So it looks like they're headed to the in-season tournament championship. How do you fool them that it's a tournament game every oh, night? Oh, man. How, you just got to paint that floor, man. That's just it. Paint the floor. Uh, meanwhile... We'll have more on this coming up in a bit, but it is a final in Pittsburgh with seven seconds to go. Mitchell Trubisky, for some reason, throws the ball to the middle of the field with no timeouts. The Steelers have the clock run out on them, and the Patriots win it 21-18. to The Steelers now in back-to-back weeks have lost to two two 2-10 teams in the Cardinals and now the Patriots. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, nobody better. 
longtime NFL on Fox insider Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, man? Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to you guys, man. What's going on? Welcome in. Dude, yeah, I'm just... Thank you, thank you. Yes, I actually watched this whole game. I, wow, you didn't... I, watched... you didn't... I suffered through this game, yes. <laughs> hey, but they hit the over, Jay. Come on. <laughs> Which we definitely didn't expect. I mean, no. I will say this. Like, going into it, I could see how, like, man, the Patriots defense actually played well this year and how this is going to be a bad matchup for Pittsburgh. Just their offense is doesn't matter who's calling the plays. Their scheme just doesn't work. You know, it's obviously Mike Tomlin's going to have to overhaul their entire offense. But having Trubisky in there as well, I, I could see that. I was, I was very surprised that Billy Zappi got off from the Steelers' defense three times early on. It's it's really weird, Jay, because you know the Patriots have this season where everything is going on, everything is going, on, and then here's Belichick on a Thursday night suddenly in the like in the wave, like when we get a quarterback uh, have a perform. Wow, we haven't seen this out of this guy in like five years. Like, hey, we haven't seen a Belichick team out coach and out manage and out do a team like this in quite a while, like we saw tonight. Well I, well, I don't know so much. I think he did for the first, you know, for the first quarter, and then you know, Steelers obviously wiped out a whole you know, huge deficit over there. So I, I don't know about that. I And it, it's interesting because you always see Mike Tomlin, same thing, like his teams are always coming back. So he makes, he makes you know, later game adjustments better, better than anybody in the league. But, again, I, I, you look at their offense and just, you know, they had a bad scheme uh, with Matt Canada and he tried to fix things and, and move things in a different direction, have better communication and um, what's the word he told me that uh, more fluidity. And, you know, it just wasn't going to work. They're going to have to make an overhaul of that offense. Yeah, curious, these final couple of weeks here, Jay, the Boo Birds were out in, in full force yep. there in Pittsburgh tonight. Yeah, yeah. No, I heard it. I, I, and, and rightfully so. So we're hearing all, all the whispers. I mean, Mike Tomlin's, you know, lockstep, you know, ironclad in that job. I, I can never imagine it changing. But, you know, the, I guess the, the unrest is, is certainly there. What do you do to fix it? Well, there's been unrest about Mike T's job forever, and the guy's never had a losing season. No, sure. Right. No, but but on the other side, that's the question. What happens to Bill Belichick? I don't see him coming back. Um, I, I see them having some sort of mutually parting over the ways where he gets paid or, you know, but here's the thing. I think I told you guys this last week, the last couple of weeks. You know, five years ago, if you had Bill Belichick available, and they said, okay, we could trade him. You'd have 31 other teams lining up. But that's just not how the league is anymore. Like, guys, you kind of look at the Patriot way like it doesn't work anymore. You can't just beat guys down and, and um, you know, and have that, have that top secret, you know, everything CIA type of, you know, you know, level of secrecy around the whole team and, you know, which was, oh, the Patriot way for that long and it just doesn't work with guys anymore. And that's why I told you guys, like, this. Listen, these guys, these players get beaten down so much on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and social media. The last thing they need these days is get beaten down by, like, who's their, basically a father figure now, which is what a lot of these coaches are, and also a big brother father figure. And that's why the Dan Campbells and D'Amico Ryans and the Sean McVeigh's and, and guys like that, Mike McDaniels, are working so well now. It's not that they're obviously scaring guys and beating them down. It's more of a, you know, kind of telling them what you want instead of what you don't want and loving them up. 
You know, it, it's funny you say that, Jay, because, look, as, as the players evolve, you know, look, th- those are the coaches they respond to now. If the Patriots were still a dynasty, it might be different, right? Like, well, hey, because Belichick was like that way, but Brady was there, and you know every couple of years you're going to the Super Bowl. But the last three years it's been this team has just been in disrepair, and Belichick's moves haven't made, and the decisions that he's made haven't worked. And and I don't know if it's that he's lost his – Yeah, look, if I'm Bill Belichick and I decide to go coach somewhere else and come and agree, I actually say, hey, I want to go somewhere with a great GM, a great personnel evaluator, because he doesn't have that. He's not. That's not him. And I think that's been a part of his downfall there. But the other part of it, too, like I said, like, man, in the past, you could keep everything in-house, shrouded in secrecy. But it was like, hey, everything's in-house. You, you, you almost kept this cone of silence there. Now with social media, there is no in-house. There's no, as much as you want to keep everything, oh, it's just in this building. Man, the moment these guys go to the lockers, they're all looking on their phones, and they're seeing, like, there's, there's no just, hey, in this building. Everything's loud. And every voice on there is loud to you. So, it's like I said, I, I just think that, that way of coaching um, is going out the window. Like I said, I told you guys, it affected how I was coaching um, fighters. And I was where I got this line from, and I've never had patience. And a few years ago, man, I had a fighter who kept putting his hands down. And I'm like, dude, stop dropping your hands. Stop dropping your hands. And Randy Couture stopped me in the middle of it. He's like, hey, you can't tell these guys anymore what you don't want. You can only tell them what you want. I'm like, Randy, what are you talking about? I'm about to get my butt kicked for yelling at Randy there. He's like, <laughs> they don't respond that way. They shut down. When you tell them what you don't want, when you beat them down, what you don't want, and you get up and you get mad and frustrated, you got to shut down now. So instead, you just got to tell them what you want. Only tell them what you want. And it's the best coaching tip I've gotten. And i I got to be honest with you, I had to make a decision. Can I do it? Do I adjust my coaching style? Um, and yeah, it was still hard. So how does Robert Sala and everybody sell Zach Wilson <laughs> this week? Tim Boyle I, I think, QBs I and gets Zach cut. I, I, you sell Zach Wilson, but you just, you saw like, man, if there's anybody to be worse, Boyle and Simeon actually wore her. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy started a game and got cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it, it's, but, but here's the thing. And this has always been there. The point of the Jets, too, is like at least Zach Wilson can get himself out of harm's way with his leg. Their offensive line is so decimated and so beat up. For a while, it's like, hey, we don't want to get the other guys killed because they can't move. But we'll just keep Zach in there. But then, you know, Zach, I think, you know, mostly probably uh, started getting beaten down also. And you just get, you know, take that much of a drubbing also. Um, and in New York, so then to protect him from himself, they sit him down and Brian goes anybody else, but the bottom line is, and that's what I think also, like, I think Aaron was looking at it like, hey, I'm going to come back here and play no matter what. And it depends, like, what, by the way, what, what morning it is that I think if Aaron's going to play. <laughs> but I think that, and I think he probably looked at the offensive line and was like, ooh, I, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, fully healthy when I do come back and the offensive line's like this. That's going to be a recipe for disaster. NFL on Fox Insider, Jay Glazer, our guest, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. All right, Jay, let, let me get your, your thoughts on this Sean McDermott story from today. A story that's it's four years old, but it breaks today that in 2019 in training camp and trying to find a way to bring the Bills together, he used an example of how the hijackers on 9-11 worked together and asked, you know, what do you think they did to, to, bring, to, to work together to do what they wanted to do? And some of the players were surprised by it. 
They were shocked. Uh, McDermott apologized after it was over. The players said they, they really appreciated that, and McDermott went on the air today and talked about how he apologized for what he did a few years ago, not something he should have done. When you saw this story, you see what, how, this, uh, how this laid out. What, what, what went through your mind? First of all, I'll say this. Normally, I'm not one to throw stones and, and say anything when somebody says something dumb because, you guys know, I say a lot of dumb stuff out there. Right? <laughs> and, but not just dumb. And when I saw it originally, I'm like, oh, this, this, there's got to be, there's no way somebody would be this, like, just Mr. Boat so bad on something like this. No way. And then he came out and said, oh, yeah, I did it. I did it. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, it's, it really is. And I... I just don't know how you could ever look at it going in. Because these guys get their speeches ready. They're not just getting up there. I don't know how you could ever sit there and kind of get your speech ready and go, oh, yeah, this is gold. This is going to really go over well with these guys. I just don't – I don't get it. Sean's a nice guy. He's just, you know, a little different, obviously. And, and that one is, is a lot different. And it was um, – yeah, it was – man, I don't I, – I, dude, like I said, I can't. I can't figure out why you would. There's any other thing you come up with to motivate people, but I don't. I don't know why you think that's a good idea. Just pull it back out further, Jay. At six and six, they come out of the bye week. I mean, how hot is the seat? Because the timing of this uh, story yeah. is certainly curious. I, you know what? I, I don't know the answer to that. Because I would think you say, okay, this guy's had one bad season and that's it, and. Um, but it seems like they've had a lot of interpersonal problems over there and a lot more things have gone wrong. And I don't know how much this thing is going to take off, but it just shows how disconnected he really is to, to things. Um, but he's had one bad season. But this one, this one right here was um, – uh, it'll be interesting to see how they, it's, it's, they just move on and recover from it. I don't know. But um, And, they, you know, I'll say this, though. They have a lot of interpersonal things in there, and it really – I think kept in house more than a lot of other places. They do a good job there in Buffalo with that. Like, right, thing so- is, this took four years to come out. Sure. Like any other media, this is out there. Boom, like not media, but like you would think that this would be out there immediately because it was so tone deaf. Right. Jay's on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. All right, now let's get into the latest uh, Unbreakable podcast. Uh, your guy, Kurt Menefee, on, on your yeah. podcast this week. How did it go? It went great. So, Kurt, man, Kurt and I have been friends since 95. When I was covering the Giants, I started in 93. He started covering in 95. And people just don't see, you know, the, the the path we've taken to get to where we are. And, you know, what they also don't see about Kurt is the years that he was just, man, he was finding a way. He was doing anything he could. He's like, I was going to be a producer. I was going to do this. I was going to be a camera. I, you know, anything he could just to get there and doing high school sports and college sports. And here is an Emmy Award winner, Broadcasting Hall of Fame, but he started doing high school sports and college and just any little thing he could in Iowa, right? And, and then Jacksonville and Dallas, Atlanta, New York. Like, he's bounced around. The, the amount of work you put in on your journey, I think a lot of people now say they, they see us where we are now, but they don't see those years of us just trying to scrounge enough money to do anything. And, you know, Kurt in, in snow, literally walking up a hill with cameras and this and that, and trying not to look like he's, you know, he's, he's Blizzard Man, um, trying to do a hit for, I don't know, for his local high school, whatever it is. But it's, man, you put this timing to get where you are, and you mess up over and over and over. And you, man, are told, no, you can't do this here over and over and over. And it's the amount of rejection that you fight through to get to where you are. And, 
And here, people don't know about Kurt. Go listen to this episode because he's the most genuine human being in the world. And again, I've known him since 95. And the amount of work that he would put in, all the TV guys would like come in, get their sound bite, and they'd take off. And Kurt would say, stay around like he's an NFL insider, work relationships and work, you know, work the room, work it. He would stay there late and, and, um, and try and get these relationships going. And, and it's a relationship based business. But it was so cool to have him on where people could hear it and know. And look, he and I, my first, it's not honest, my break, I guess my first paid TV job in, yeah, my first paid job in TV was at MSG Network in 97, I think, when I did a show called Unnecessary Roughness. It was a weekly Jet Giant show, and we had to convince a Jet and Giant to drive into New York City, do a show at Madison Square Garden, a little tavern over there, during rush hour, for zero money, for nothing. (laughs) And they asked me, though, who, what player do you want to host it with? I said, I don't want to host it with a player, I want to host it with Kurt Menefee. And they said, well, we want you to do it with a Jet or Giant player. I said, I don't. I want to do it with Kurt because I want to learn how to do TV. I want to learn how to be better on TV. I want to learn how to host. And literally, that, that was my choice. And it was he and I. And the crazy part was, again, we're in New York City in rush hour. These guys are getting nothing. So most of the time, our guests bailed out. So we always called Strahan to bail us out. So he would come <laughs> So it was me, Strahan, Kurt. All those years, man, sitting in Madison Square Garden. But Kurt, what Stray understood, too. And Kurt would tell him, too, hey, Michael, you're not getting any money out of this. But you want to do TV, this is your way to get reps. This is your way to get reps, more and more reps. And that's what Michael would drive into the city, was living in the city, and get these reps with us also. We have, man, we have an incredible journey together, man. See, I'm waiting for you to say, and, and I told and Michael. he's also the guy on Sundays when I'm having my mental health issues. Literally, Sundays, I, I told Kurt, nobody else for all these years, when I'm really kind of having, you know, um, the roommates in my head are not getting along well. Before our show, I'll come in. Kurt and I would share his dressing room. And I'm like, dude, I'm not in a good place. And here's why. And here's what. And he would listen and calm me down and make sure I'm good and make sure Terry's good and make sure everybody else is good and go out there and host our show. And like, it, there's, man, there's an art to host him, the best sports show of all time. But it's even more impressive when he's selflessly making sure all his teammates are good quietly without the rest of the world knowing it so we could be good and better just not as far on tv but just as a friend and it's, it's he's been my therapist there man for years on twitter at jay glazer that is at jay glazer get the link as well the latest unbreakable podcast with kurt menifee uh, wherever you get your podcast it is there unbreakable a mental health podcast again and jay is on twitter at jay glazer buddy as always man appreciate everything uh, enjoy the games this weekend we'll talk to you next week happy Hanukkah, brother there goes Jay Glazer. Hey, there's some great jumping off points, some points he's got there about Bill Belichick, about sure. about uh, Zach Wilson. The Jason Smiths are with Mike Harmon live the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, we are going to ask the biggest question yet about the NBA in-season tournament as the finals are set. The Lakers and the Knicks will replace the Pacers because really the Pacers aren't making anything. Now the Lakers and the Pacers in the championship on Saturday. That's next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Here's how ingratiated I am on on Christmas being commercialized. Is every time I hear the beginning of that song, I think some voiceover guy is going to come in and tell me about a big sale. Right? Like I hear the beginning. No, I dig that. Hey, don't forget on Friday, Amazon sale on televisions is a, like I'm expecting to hear that. With It's like the song's been so commercialized. Jason, three for 15. But since I really like you, four for 20. <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy. Get in there and sell, sell, sell. The Listen to the podcast. The championship of the in-season tournament in the NBA this year is set. Yeah. After a big win today, the Pacers are in. They will meet the Lakers for the championship of the world on Saturday. How great is this? And look, the only question is this. When the, the Lakers should, because LeBron is a man on a mission to win this tournament. 23 obviously. minutes. You want to talk about operational I mean, efficiency. Geez, I mean, look at LeBron. He really wants an in-season trophy to add to that. Man, like, he really seems oddly okay. Yeah, Hey, I'm all right with playing minutes and going nuts. I'm, I'm all right. Maybe because I'm going to disappear till after the All-Star break. But he really wants to win this thing. Uh, do the Lakers have a Christmas Day banner-hanging ceremony? When they win, like, will they, will they hang the banner on Christmas day? Now, LeBron was asked explicitly about banner raising and whether they should. (laughs) After winning this, he goes, I really don't have an opinion on that. Yeah. Well, of course they haven't won yet. Mike, he would have said no if he didn't want it. 
No, 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 no. but that's what I. Uh, yeah. It was the I'll tell you everything I need to tell you without saying it, and the banner should have a picture of me. <laughs> a Mike Harmon banner? No. <laughs> it was the unsaid LeBron. Now it would look good up there. Oh, picture of Harmon's face Harman's with his glasses quads. and his rooster hat or whatever else he has. It's on not just there. two thighs. Sure. <laughs> Quadzilla baby. Now look, this you know seriously about the Lakers. Let's get ready. Let's Quad raise the Squad Squad University. Me and uh, AJ Dillon. Let's go in season tournament champions. Is let let let's just be real for all the concerns about the Lakers and oh my goodness the Lakers and their age and how are they doing? I've told you from the beginning the Lakers are fine. They need a little bit of time. They have to figure out their rotation. They got to get healthy, but the Lakers are fine. Why? Because they're not 5-15. and 15. They didn't start out with an eight-game losing streak. They're not 2-11. and 11. The Lakers are 14-9. and nine. They're absolutely fine. Most teams in the NBA, all the good teams, are five, six-ish games over 500. The Lakers, in fact, they're even more fine now than I thought they'd be at this point. They're still trying to figure out, hey, where are our guys? Who's our starting five going to be? Who's coming off the bench? Are are we going to live is, – is Austin Reeves going to come off the bench because it looks like that's where he's most effective, or is he better as a starter? You know, how much is Cam Reddish going to play? How much does he need to play? They're still trying to figure out stuff like this, and they're winning. For all this, all the, the Lakers are fine, man. The Lakers I, – I feel just as confident they'll be, they'll be playing for the Western Conference Championship at the end of the year as they did before the season. They're even more than the fine that I thought they'd be at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, I hate that, and it sounds kind of lazy, but, I mean, it's reality. Are those two guys healthy? when we tip things off for the playoffs. That's all that matters. Because you're going to get into the play-in, right? You're good enough. Even if, you know, LeBron takes a month off or Anthony Davis takes a month off uh, at this point after Saturday night. You know what? I'm going to watch the rest of USC's season. You have to respect my decision. Because remember, he tried to defy, you know, he thought he was going to get a big uh, response from folks when he said he wanted to go to to Bronny's return to the court. And everybody just kind of went, yeah, of course. Your kid had a, had had a big you know medical emergency. This is a big story, and, and yeah, it's a big family moment. And it and it didn't get any blowback. You you look at the way the roster is constructed. All the young guys, the full class of 2019 in full effect. Hachimura just came back these last couple of games. Gave them 21 minutes. He was plus nine, 12 points. And, and you look at the the way it's it's built. Yeah, it's only 23 games in. It's a fun run, and these guys will it'll take up more minutes, and hopefully you have more efficient nights like this from LeBron where he can play half the game and then sit and cheer. This is exactly what you hope for. Exit out by the Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll have more on the NBA in-season tournament coming up, but straight ahead, something really big and really interesting coming off the TNF with the Patriots and the Steelers. This is Fox. Laker. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.